What up, what up? Welcome to episode 118 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. And I seriously can't wait to talk some wrestling tonight because tonight is one of my favorite shows. It's a prediction show for the upcoming pay-per-view revolution. AEW will be putting on uh, this Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. 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 Yeah. You. So, yeah, lots going on this weekend. And it'll uh, be taking place at, uh, fuck, I don't even know where it's taking place, boys. San Francisco. The Cow Palace. Oh, the historic Cow Palace, that shit town that Jericho said. San Francisco, like one of the richest <laughs> cities like to live Actually, in. I don't know that that's right, because they did cow, the Cow Palace for Dynamite, but I think it's, it's a different Chase venue, but it is. Oh, yeah, the Chase, oh, okay. Yeah, but it's still yeah. in San Francisco. Oh, yes, yeah, the Chase where the... Warriors used to, I don't know if this is where the Warriors play now or they used to play. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Awesome. You're right. Well, what I do know is it is going to be good. And we're going to run down the card tonight. But before we do that, let's talk to the boys real quick and get them introduced. He's a real Mark Twain. And he always keeps it regal. The recently published Steve Gropeschmidt. What up, Grobby? Hurry on, my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Nice. <laughs> you know I hate that song and that whole thing. That, I love that uh, song. <laughs> you still like it? But when oh, I yeah. do the when I when I do the Shatnerian delivery, it makes it better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're good at that. And you know, very nice, very nice. Can't wait to talk about the see that match. And we'll get to that match on the card shortly. But before we do, we're going to introduce my guy down in Bayview. He keeps it freshly squeezed, Matt Michelson. What up, Matt? I was born for greatness, greatness. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that's that good. song I hate. Yeah. That was I, a good little falsetto, too, guy. Thanks, man. I was actually going to, no joke, I was going to do Steve's intro. And then he started reciting it. And right away, I'm like, fuck, I need something else. Did you really have that? <laughs> yes. For that's real. hilarious. Nice. Well, great lovers think alike. Best friends stick together. Good stuff. All right. You actually got a little whisper of his voice earlier, and we're so happy to have him back. Here he is. Oh, my God. Charlie Michael joining us tonight. What up, Charlie? Very nice. Very evil. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Simple and effective. Yep. Love it. Awesome, boys. Well, we got a full crew for the prediction show tonight, and they're, like I said, are one of my favorite shows. But if this is your first time listening to one of these shows, what we do is we take the pay-per-view that's coming up, we run down the card of matches, we predict who is going to win those matches, and it's actually kind of like AEW where the records actually count wins and losses to King the King Booker. And uh, we try to offset each other with our picks. Each contestant is allowed a kick out, which is kind of like a mulligan. You can change your answer on one of your picks for the matches before 
the end of the show, um, which is pretty fun. And we'll throw in some fun little stipulations as we go, little side bets. It's good stuff. Uh, we've been doing it for a while, and uh, we've never had – I don't believe we've ever had a perfect card yet, ever uh, recorded on Keep the Kayfabe yet. But maybe this will be the show, but who knows? We got to see who is King Booker. And who was King Booker last time was our guy here, Steve Grobschmidt. So there is an advantage to this game. You kind of want to go last to see who the boys pick before. And if you're like, eh, I don't know, you want to swoop in and try to offset their pick. So it's kind of nice to go last. So um, usually King Booker comes up with a rule or a question for us to decide who gets to go last. So, Steve, what do you got for us, man? Well, you know, I gave this some considerable thought throughout the day, and I wanted to come up with a true cutting-edge question that represents wrestling's glorious past, present, and future. And um, I hope you guys are sitting down, because I'm going to ask a question, and it's asking for a specific number. And then whoever gets that number, or closest to it, uh, I think we'll have to go, um, will get the choice of their you know, picking last, I assume, is what they want, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's the question. Are you guys ready? Yes. Ready. What We all get to, like, is it, like, buzz in kind of thing, or are we all just get a turn guessing the closest to the number? You all get a turn guessing closest okay. to the number. Okay. All okay. right. Here we go. How old is pretty Peter Avalon? <laughs> no cheating, guys. Um, I'm going to guess. I want to write these down. Matt, Mike. 40, 42. Okay. Charlie, Matt. 37. Okay. Matt. I'm going to go with 34. The answer is 33. So, oh, Matt. Wow. You guys all had him too old. Off. You had him all too old. <laughs> I should have known he was closer to the box age. <laughs> Which, by the way, I loved that. First of all, I loved that what they did. He's like they had that corny thing with him and Jericho last week, and I, I don't know. I love when they just pick someone and give him a showpiece. And I love that yeah. he had every single offensive move in the match except one, and then lost. Right. But anyway, but that's pretty Peter Avalon. Mm-hmm. He's uh, all Great. of our personal friend. He's spoken to to the podcast. So Matt, you're the winner. All right. So you're going to take going last then, Matt, yes? Yes. Yeah, I'll go last. All right. Very good. And Steve, thank you for that great question. Always good to keep it PPA all day, anytime on Keep the K Fabe. Friend of the show. Yes, yes. All right. So let's get her going. Let's, uh, we got eight matches to run down tonight. So we'll keep her moving. But I can't wait to talk about this one. It is Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry in a no holds barred match. Okay. We all know the buildup from years ago to current. Christian Cage is back. Jack Perry is angry. The pursuit is hot. Is it going to be evil triumphing over babyface? So, um, Steve, why don't you lead us off as King Booker and on this first match? You you offer the first pick, please. Um, I guess before I make my pick, I just I wanted to let everybody know something. I don't know if you guys were following. Um, this is pretty important stuff, actually. Mm-hmm. Jack Perry's dad is still dead. Oh, <laughs> you bastard. Um, For a second, anyway, I thought you were going to hit us with the swerve, but nope, still no, dead. No, he's still dead. Anyway, um, 
This is, yeah, I mean, you know, this was going hot and heavy, and then Cage got hurt, and then they did the segue with um, Luchasaurus and um, Jungle Boy, which turned out to be a nice little feud. Haven't seen Luchasaurus since. Um, I have a real hard time thinking that, I mean, this, this unless they really, because there was such a long gap between, you know, the last time there was any action on this, they kind of want to let it breathe a little bit, in which case Christian Cage would win. I'm I'm just going to, I think, I think Jungle Boy Jack needs this win. And I think he's going to get his, he's going to get his moment there. So I'm going to, I think he's going to win this match and uh, move on to bigger and better things. Maybe one of the singles titles. I hope, I, to be honest, that I hope it does it. I'd like to see this feud keep going. Right. Charlie. Uh, Jack Perry. All right. Any uh, any influence on that while you're picking that? Nope. Just time to end the feud and he wins. <laughs> yeah? It's not much to think about in my opinion. Yeah, you got to have the young guy uh, get over in this one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Time to end this feud and move on. I did. Uh, I did really think that um, segment on Dynamite with like those vignettes and the video editing of like the past things that happened with like that was cool. Jack Perry bearing that. Like that was good. Like props to them. Shout yeah. out to AEW. Um, fuck boys. Um, I really want to go with Christian Cage just because he's back and he just, he just cuts great promos with Renee. And I just kind of do want to see this feud keep going. I don't think anybody is ever going to stop loving jungle boy. And I think people love to hate Christian cage. So that makes it kind of tough. Hmm. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to start the night off on uh, trying to offset you guys. And I like the pick anyway. So if it happens, I'll be really happy. If it doesn't happen, then honestly, fuck me. No big deal. But I'm going Christian Cage. Ooh, bold move. I uh, I agree with Charlie. I think it's time to end the feud. Um, it's been going on for a long time. And to your point, Mike, yeah, I, I'd love to see it continue. But at what point then does you know Christian do something different or Jungle Boy do something different? I don't know. So... I feel like Jungle Boy has to win. I am really curious if he's going to use the concerto in the match because I don't think this match is just going to be a match for the sake of having a match. There's so much of a backstory to this feud that they could really build on in the match mm-hmm. to really spice up Jack Perry's character a little bit. True. Um, yeah, I I personally was not a fan of the vignette they had beforehand. I thought the flashbacks to you know just different segments were really good. The moment I saw the headstone and Jungle Boy digging a grave, I was like, what, what is this? Like this, to me, that was not Jack Perry's character, but we'll see what happens. Maybe he turns over a new leaf in this match. So regardless of all that, yeah, Jack Perry. All right. You know what I think would be cool? Because they did show all those concertos um, in that vignette that I was saying before, what do you think that? There's a chance that Jungle Boy may turn heel and join Christian Cage and the Lucha, the evil Luchasaurus, Christian Cage, and Jungle Boy Jack Perry, now bad boy Jack Perry, form a trios and make a maybe a strong run at uh, trios champs, the elite. Ooh. Could this be a cool little swerve of the evening? It could be. I Could it be a stipulation for the show where like we get an extra point if Jungle Boy turns heel or does not? 
I will say this, since I don't think it's going to happen, I'll be happy to give you the point if you called it. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You'll give me an extra, so I'll yeah. get a twofer on Christian. Well, no. I'll get two points if Christian wins. Maybe that's how it does. Like, Christian, like, is just giving it to Jack after he wins. Or do I still get the point if just Jungle Boy Jack Perry wins and he turns heel? Yeah, you get it. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Fair deal, boys. Thank you. All right. Let's keep her moving then. Uh, we just mentioned the Elite. They're going up against Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Guy, better known as the House of Black, one of my favorite trios in AEW, and happy to see him going up against such a favorable opponent. The Elite are the champs, and it, uh, the belts are on the line. Um, I, Like I said, I love House of Black, but I just think the Elite are going to take it. It's not house of black's time but it is a nice meaty match and gonna be very entertaining uh on this pay-per-view so i'm going elite charlie steve go ahead charlie uh i thought oh steve was last um i'm going elite too early already um i god you know every logic bone in my body says the elite can't lose this quickly but man it's like you know they kind of got the house of black back in order here and it would be nice to just see him go crazy um and i don't know i just worry that if you know they've been doing all the right things since those dudes came back and if they lose in their first major feud like where does that set them um so that's why i'm almost I'm like it's a cool feud but i almost am disappointed in the timing of it because i want house of black to go on some kind of crazy run um mm -hmm. i guess what i'm saying here is i really want house of black to win but it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just it doesn't seem likely um okay. but that being said i'm gonna pick the house of black because I'm, I'm wishful thinking now all right great i don't think i don't think the elite need the title i mean they've done a hell of a job with it but um mm -hmm. this could be the this could be the surprise of the night for me all right because Steve and I are the best friends and we have to give the people what they want, I'm also going to choose the House of Black. I think wow. with Kenny Omega being a free agent coming up soon, how great of a tease would it be for the elite to drop the belts and just fuel the fire of online rumors that Kenny Omega might go to WWE? Which I don't believe he will. I don't think he will either. I also think, but well, I'd love them to tease it. Why not? Oh, for sure. And I think that would be nice to free up the Bucks to get the tag team division back on track. I, House of Black's great. Like they could carry those belts for a while and keep it entertaining and have great matches. But the tag team division could use a facelift. So I think it's in AEW's best interest to put the belts on House of Black just because it helps so many other things indirectly. So House of Black, it is. I like it. Cool. All right. I like the diversity of picks right off the bat, and it's going to be exciting either way it goes. So very good stuff, boys. Let's go to the next match. It's between Jamie Hayter versus Soraya and Ruby Soho. It's a three-way match for AEW Women's World Championship. Um, Charlie, you haven't gone first yet. Do you want to get this one started for us? <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Steve? Yeah, I think 
hater can't. I mean, it'd be just the wrong move to have her offer her so quickly after they did this great organic push for her. Um, yeah. And then there's the crazy dynamic. I don't know what the hell they're doing at this point with Ruby Soho and Soraya, but maybe they'll just kind of implode and, and like eliminate each other on that, and Jamie will take advantage of it. I don't know. This feud is not doing much for me. Uh, this whole mean girls thing and all that, but. I just want to mm-hmm. see Hater come out of it, champ, because she deserves it the most. Right. Yeah, we've been um saying leading up the the lead up to this has just been kind of piss poor. Uh the story will be between Soraya and Ruby Soho, but Jamie Hater will retain and it'll probably just be to set up Soraya and Ruby to go at it at some other point. Cause they're kinda at the both both the same you know, times in their career, they got that WWE background. That would be a decent feud. I'm not even a fan of Ruby Soho. I'm not even a fan of Saraya either, but I know there are people that are, and it'll be a match to fill the card in the women's division in the future. So there's no reason to take it off a hater. She retains. Yeah, I totally agree. I think Jamie Hater retains it. Yeah, nothing really to add to any of that. If... As we've talked about before, it always felt to me like the one thing that could save this uh, whole storyline would be if somehow they got Mercedes slash Sasha Banks involved. Is that rumor just dead? I mean, is she no way coming or is that still a possibility that as far as we know? You haven't heard anything, Charlie? So, I mean, that that could be a swerve that shows like her showing up would be certainly a pay-per-view worthy moment. I think it'd be cool, but kind of something would make this interesting. That would that would be the one thing to save this. That or Britt Baker somehow getting involved and turning on Jamie Hayter and then setting it up where Hayter retains. And then you get you finally get like a championship rivalry feud with her and Britt Baker. I think that mm. that's the most obvious one to me, and I'm I'm shocked they still haven't played that card. I wouldn't do that one yet. It's too early. Yeah, they haters, certainly are patient with haters, stories. Haters way over. I wouldn't do any switch because if you make that move, you're gonna have to switch the belt. There's gonna be some heat and fire on Brit if she wins it. Yeah, I wouldn't touch that to the end of the year. Yeah, well, we'll wait and see what happens, how they do play it, if they pull the trigger sooner than later, and we'll see if Mercedes Monet comes out, because, yeah, the the um, hype around her has died, which might be the perfect time to swerve us. So we'll have to wait and see, but that's the story of that match. Who knows? It could be match of the night, <laughs> but we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> anyway, singles match. The Jericho Appreciation Society are banned from ringside at this one, it's Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks. You got the baby face versus the classic heel. Uh, this is probably like a middle card match. Um, it's I just said the Jericho Appreciation Society are banned. You know, they're not going to be banned. They're going to find their way out there, and it's just going to be Ricky uh, playing the hero to, you know, overcome all these adversity and obstacles and interference. I think he fights back hard, and he gets it over Chris Jericho. So I'm going Ricky Starks on this one. I can go. I agree. I think um, Jericho nine times out of 10 does the right thing. I think, you know, I wasn't crazy about that when he got that one win over MJF, but you know, those are rare. He usually puts over people when he needs to. And I think Mm -hmm. Ricky Stark needs this more than anything. 
Um, and I also just really want this feud to be over. It's just gone on way too long. So I really, right. Ricky Starks gets his win, moves on to bigger and th- better things. Please and thank you. Yep. Charlie. Stocks. Stocks. All right. <laughs> For yeah. pretty much all the same reasons or? Yeah, it's just time to end it. No need to drag it on. Beats him again. Gets a good win and then he can figure out if he wants to lose to MGF in the next few months or however they want to do it. <laughs> Alrighty. Matt, you going Starks too or are you thinking Jericho gets this? You know, it's crazy to me that they're running this match back because, quite frankly, I didn't think like the first one was. There's all no need that. to. He won already. <laughs> yeah, it was a great TV match, and they should have just left it at that. And somehow we've gotten to a rematch at the pay per view. I I think Starks is going to win, and yeah, I don't think JAS is going to, you know, adhere to Jericho's rule of staying away from ringside. I think there's one other twist that's going to happen, but I don't know what it is. Because if you think back to Dynamite when this match got booked, Starks had this smirk on his face like he knows something Jericho doesn't know. And they haven't really alluded to what it might be yet. So there could be another twist that comes out of this match that we haven't even thought of. Oh, so yep. Yeah, I'm going to use my kick out. I might use my kick out on this one. Yeah? Oh, really? Yeah. Jericho? I might, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jericho. I'm going to switch it up. Jericho. How come? Sorry about that. Just some stuff I've been reading and stuff, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> they might just carry it on for a while, and I'm thinking I forgot to hear some shit about Action Andretti maybe going heel, making, uh, uh, making no, Starks no. lose. So, you, you know, so just for shits and giggles. I'm okay. Going, I'm gonna, I, I changed it. I don't know. I don't I know. Can you see... can't believe everything you read online, though, Charlie. So yeah, I, I know. Try to hold strong. Everybody can't. Everybody can't have the same picks either. Right, <laughs> but I can see Andretti turning pretty boring. Like Andretti's yep. kind of been building to that heel turn, sort of. He's just—he's not the most likable guy. I mean, he can wrestle really well, but like, I don't know. I could totally see him playing heel. And if the Jericho Appreciation Society can't be at ringside, well, there's your loophole. Despite everything. Charlie and I just talked about. I'm sticking with Ricky Starks. Yeah. yeah it's okay. always, Jericho always got something up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. So you never know. I know. And he does love putting himself over on the pay-per-views too. Nine times out of ten he puts the others over on the TV shows. Because I think it's probably more entertaining. But like when the glory's on the line, he kind of takes it. So yeah, it's not a bad kick out, Charlie. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll join you. We'll see. But uh, not before we talk about this match. It is a singles match for the AEW TNT Championship. Samoa Joe, the current champ, versus my boy, Michael Wardlow. All right. So, you know I'm a Joe hater. For anybody that listens to the show, I dog on the guy a lot. I thought his uh, match with Darby was awesome, and it made me more of a little bit of a believer. But if I bet against my boy, Wardlow, um... I would just be a piece of shit and I'd be a fake fan. I am a big fan. I'm loving this new haircut. I'm I'm glad they got rid of the top knot. He's looking great. Joe's old and fat and gross. Wow. <laughs> he needs he needs he needs this. He needs a big match. And Samoa Joe's been doing a great job with the title. I'm not saying he's been doing a bad job. I just don't like the guy. I don't know what it is about it. Sue me. But um, yeah, there's no way I'm picking against Wardlow. It, that's uh, that's not going to happen with me. 
But uh, I'd love to hear your guys' stance on this match because I'm so biased towards the towards my boy Mike. I'm Wardlow. struggling with this because uh, you're okay. You go. Coming down as Wardlow. He's going with the Ward Dog. There you know we what go. I'd, you know what I'd like to happen. I would like Joe to win and then Hobbs beat him to get his first singles title. Yeah, but, so that's gonna be they they got a they got a real yeah, stretch that out a little that. bit. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I just think, yeah, I th- I I'm with you guys because Wardlow needs this because he, he he's you know, he they they, they rode they put a, a rocket on the dude and then they kinda faded and nothing really went with his title run and now he comes back if he loses his first title shot and it's like what do you do with Wardlow? Right. So I think he has to win this one. Joe doesn't need it. And also I don't think this match is gonna be a lot of time. It might go only eight to ten minutes. I think the glory of him getting the belt over Joe with him with like he would power bomb him in this symphony power bomb, whatever it is they they call it, like four or five times and it's like oh Awesome. And he's the champ. Great. And because we do have an hour long Iron Man match. So I think this one, it won't last long. I think Wardlow is going to fucking demolish Joe. All right. I don't know about, I don't know about demolish, but it should win. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I just fucking, you're getting, you're you know, getting into crank it, it to this guy. I pumped this guy's tires hard. Your your boy's gonna win, but he's he's still gonna he's, he's still gonna grass. he's still gonna be flat as piss, dude. When he <laughs> he goes over. All right, Charlie, you're right, you're right. All right, Matt, what do you think, guy? Well, I'm I feel like I'm channeling my inner Jr. because all I can think is, oh, that's bad booking. Um, <laughs> there, there's no real good way to get out of this. Like, nope, it, nope, it just sucks bad. for all the. It sucks for all the guys involved, regardless of the outcome. Like yep. if Jill wins, great. Then Wardlow loses on pay per view, and then where does that leave him? Um, Wardlow wins, and then does well, he? Well, he still got the Ring of Honor that? title. He still got the Ring of Honor title. Eh, that's true. Yeah, but then I could see because Wardlow would then face Hobbs next week because Hobbs won that face of the Revolution. That's shit. That, yeah, both guys are fucked right there. Yeah. Kill, so. You know? Yeah, so if I if I think about what's the best way to book this, maybe that's the way I'm going to do this. So the best yeah. way I can see booking this is Joe wins, or I'm sorry, yeah, no, yeah, let's do Joe that. Wins, Joe yeah. wins. That's smart. Yeah, Ward, Wardlow does something else because he he's had the TNT title forever. He doesn't need it again. Yeah. Um, Joe wins. Hobbs Wardlow? picks it up off him. Joe yeah, goes back to Ring of Honor. Good call. And then maybe Wardlow either does some time in ring of honor now that they have a TV show or he gets a different storyline on dynamite. That's a, that's know. a great call. That's but, I didn't think about that. That's great. Talking through all that. I, I guess I'm going to go with Joe. I, I, I really that's a couldn't good, tell you. That's a I good call, like man. My, my heart tells me it's going to be Wardlow, but logically it makes yeah. no sense to put it on Joe. So I'm going to go yep. with Joe. Cause you kill, cause you kill uh powerhouse. Yeah. That's your, yeah, that's exactly. probably, the, that's probably the right call right there, man. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm not kicking out. I do think all that makes great sense as we are uh, golf clapping yep. for you, Matt, on that nice synopsis pick. Oh, yeah, and you would it. get one over on us, but I'm not. I'm not wavering. I'm not wavering. No, I'm, I'm hoping to move into an apartment with Michael Wardlow some <laughs> one of these days. Can be the bottom. Cincinnati or Cleveland or wherever he's from. Cincinnati back to- bow tie. 
Yeah, I already got the 513 area code. If I get his number, he's going to think it's one of his boys already because I worked a really shitty job in Cincinnati for like a year and a half and I lost my phone. So <laughs> like I in Milwaukee, it's 414 for our out-of-state listeners. But yeah, the 513 area code, it might, uh, you know, might, might take me You'll places. Answer. You can start God, a tag team calling and call yourselves Warbait. Warbait. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Or Mike Squared, it's... but Warbait's cooler. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out in our bunk beds. All right. <laughs> Let's see what's next here. It is John Moxley versus Hangman Adam Page in a Texas death match. Holy shit. Yeah, this is going to be good. Uh, we know John Moxley is, you know, one of the kings in... Uh, you know, is known for his death matches. Adam Page is a pretty boy, baby face. Um, I think it's going to be Adam Hangman Page here because John Moxley has won so many. It would be a big surprise. And John Moxley can, I mean, he's, he's loved. He's done a lot. They need to give Adam some shine here. Just because uh, Adam Hangman Page has been a consummate professional putting everybody over every chance he gets. Give the guy a bone during a death match as he gets his ass kicked from John Moxley. So that's why I'm picking Paige. Steve, Charlie? Yeah, this has been a weird feud. I mean, Moxley, you know, he does good promos. He's had some good bloody matches, although I would argue too much blood. But anyway, it's been a you know weird feud because there's times that you're supposed to kind of empathize with Hangman, but then he comes across as like this whiny like millennial. I don't know. It's strange. We know if there's one thing about these dudes, they're gonna this is gonna be up there as far as quality of match. These guys are gonna bust their asses, and it will be a good match, bloody gruesome mm-hmm. match. Um, but no, I think. Moxley's Teflon at this point, and I think Hangman would has kind of lost a little too much. So um, I think I think Hangman's gonna win this one. Okay, Ditto. Charlie, Hanger. Then mm-hmm. maybe Moxley takes his vacation, or yeah, he never did, Black, did he? Or the Blackpool Country or Blackpool Combat Club turns fully hill. They're hinting at it, aren't they? It feels oh, like there's no there's yeah. no hinting. They, when yeah. they jumped the guys last night, that was yeah. pretty much. For heels. Yeah. I, I, I love the idea calling them the Blackpool Country Club because, yeah, they, they've gotten kind of boring over the last month or two, and now it's good to finally see them turn and heel. But, yeah, I'm going to agree with all you guys. I'm going to go with Hangman Adam Page. I, Moxley has been great for such a long time. I honestly don't know what he could do next after this. So it'd be good for him to lose. Maybe he loses in dramatic bloody fashion which forces him to take some time off or it it plays well into the storyline so Mm -hmm. yeah i think hangman page for sure okay we're all in agreement on that one i think that's oh except for the hater that's the that's the first one that we all agreed on so good stuff boys i like the diversity as i keep saying plus uh after we make all our picks on all the matches. We still have to pick what is going to be the opening match for the extra point as well. And maybe we can throw in a little stipulation on this one here. It's the four-way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. It's the Hmm. Guns, Austin Gunn and Colton, the current champs, and they took it off the acclaimed, Anthony Bones and Matt Caster. And they're uh, going at it 
also with Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett versus Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. So that'll be kind of fun. Little wild card. I knew they would throw just some random tag team in there. Um, oh boy. So we know it's going to come down to the acclaimed and Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn, the guns. So, uh, I don't know. The the guns actually look pretty fucking good with the titles on them. They look like just absolute pricks and little dickheads. And uh, I kind of like it. It's kind of fun. Um, ah, fuck me. I don't know. I think I, I think the acclaimed will get it back. I think they'll get it right back. I'm going acclaimed. Charlie? Uh, guns. Guns? Yep. All right. Steve. I agree. I agree. I think the guns are going to win, and I'm kind of hoping at this point, like this is to set up FTR coming back and beating the guns. Um, the acclaimed don't need the. Don't, d- sorry, poor grammar. The acclaimed does not need the titles. I I think um, it's <laughs> conventional wisdom. I think your pick's logical, but no, I think they'll get, keep it on the guns so that another good guy team like say FTR can come in and beat them. Um, I think this match can be fun. I think there's just, you know, you're going to have the Dan House and humor. You're going to have Orange doing Orange. I think mm-hmm. uh, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, to me, still are a guilty pleasure. Like, this old school, just delight. Like, like I just love how they wrestle. This this is going right. to be a good match. This might be, like, one of the up there on the card. Yeah. I have no doubt it'll be a fun match. Um, it's really hard to pick. But I, and Steve, you make a lot of great points. And I think you guys have almost worked me into also thinking it's the guns, but I'm going to take a risk here because if you want to be King Booker, you got to take some chances. So just because I think they've been really good on TV consistently and everybody feels the strong, the most strongly about them, I think it's going to be J A Y J E double F J double R. Who's their mind, dude? Triple J, Jay Lethal, and Jeff Jarrett. Honest to God, wow. if that happens, I will mark out because I I, I freaking love Jeff Jarrett, and I think that if he got cool. if he got one more belt, dude's busting his ass. <laughs> I would be so happy. I hope you're right. Keep in mind oh, they have Satnam Singh in their corner too. Oh yes. Ah. And what about Dutt? Is he going to be back there? Or of course he will. He's going to be walking around and his sure. pencils. Yeah, he'll be there. But okay. <laughs> I love Dutt. I do too. Well, I love that pick too, Matt. I do too. I really do. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna steal your limelight on that pick, though. I'm. I'm gonna let you have it. But yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, my initial gut re, my gut feeling was to go with the guns. I'm gonna use my kick out, and I'm wondering if I'm gonna go with Matt or if I'm gonna go with the with you guys, Steve and Charlie. Um. Yeah. Let's have Matt have. His great call on his own. I'm kicking out from the acclaim, going with the guns because that was my initial gut reaction, and they do look good. But it would be really cool to have like this crazy swerve, J and Double J, get the titles, and you see those snot no pricks, the guns, and the youngsters, the acclaimed, and like you know, Orange could care less probably, but Danhausen, you know, he'll be laying somewhere. But it'll be a shock, and it could be a great moment. So I hope that one shows up for you, Matt. Good stuff. 
You know, there's right. something weird going on, like this, like slow burn on like the the best friend seeing you less than happy with the whole situation. Like, what what when are they gonna what are they gonna do there, and when are they gonna do it? Like, are the best friends gonna turn on Orange? I know. I feel like they use the best friends as like the baby faces. They're like on the same level as um the butcher and the blade, and yeah. the butcher and the blade are heels, but like they both job. And I want the best friends to be more, but they're kind of like on that same level. Like they'll never, they'll never break the ceiling. I don't know. You always want it. They can tease it forever, but I think they'll always give us blue balls. I think the best they friends when they did when they did that parking lot fight with Santana. Yeah, Ortiz, yeah. I think that True. was the their peak. Yeah. Right. Too bad. Shame. I love both of them. All right, so this takes us to the main event. It is a 60-minute Iron Man match for the AEW World Championship. It's MJF, current champion, versus Brian Danielson. All right, so this is going to be good. There's been a lot of lead-up to this. Two great competitors. Um, For me, this feels a lot like the movie Rocky IV. The way that they're shooting this... It's like Brian Danielson is doing this meat and potatoes workout plan, going on hikes in Arizona, doing the meditation, just kind of like the same way Rocky did in Rocky Four, hiking up those peaks in the snow. And then you got Drago, this young guy, this blue chipper in the gym, pumping iron, doing steroids, you know, getting all these state-of-the-art tests, just like they're having MJF do. They're seeing him, you know, doing these leg presses in the gym. MJF is looking cut. He is in shape for this match. Plus... There is, um, like, I think Brian Danielson's shoulder is fucked up. So, you know, they're going to work that for, like, 25 to 30 minutes in this match. And it's going to be like, oh, I don't know. So that's the thing. Um, I think Danielson needs to be an AEW champion if he's going to be a in AEW for the career that he's had. Because he's going to go down as one of the all-time greats. It's been fun to have MJF as the champion. But I think it's just an appetizer. I think they're going to put it on Danielson because Danielson does have a time limit for his career. He's already come back from that neck surgery. He's getting older. And like I said, this would be a good belt to add to go down as one of the all-time greats. So I think this is the time they do it, the match they do it with, and that the way they're shooing it, Rocky did beat Drago in Rocky Four. So I'm sticking to that formula. I'm going Danielson. You're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> I don't know. You could... You're out of your fucking mind. That was a great sell. It was, that was a, a great, great sell. sell. It was I don't a great know what sell. you're. I don't know what you're drinking over there, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is the easiest card of the match. <laughs> Jesus Christ, right. you, you almost right, sold right. me on it, man, uh, Mike. Jesus. Dude, I tried. You gotta, hey. you to read the dirt well, sheets a little bit more too, pal. He says I'd, Brian doesn't care about winning titles anymore. True. He just wants to wrestle, okay. have good matches. <laughs> Too bad you wasted that well, kick out. Too bad you wasted that oh, kick I don't out. Think, I don't think when you give a passion promo like that, I don't think Mike's backing down. Oh, he can't. He's, he's, he committed. <laughs> well, for the sake of this podcast, I, I know I said I'd go last, but I'm going to go next. I, I'm picking MJF, but... Deep down, I really hope Danielson wins because oh, it'd be great. I want to get on this podcast and- next week with Mike and Charlie and just watch the 
fallout from this. Pick. I'll eat. I'll eat the crow. I'd love it. I'd love it. I'd love it if he won because be amazing. I don't like predictability. No, me I, neither. I, would, I, I would love it. I, I'd bow down to you, Mike. I'd buy you the. I'll buy you the edibles. Awesome. So I don't think it's going to be as straightforward as MJF just wins. I think it's going to be either shenanigans or he retains by like a draw or something like that. Uh, I think he's gonna, he'll win gonna, dirty. He'll, he'll win dirty. He's going to yeah. win though, but he'll win dirty. I, I'd, I would love to see them work some shenanigans or some sort of really unexpected ways to get points into this match. Like how cool would it be if the match ended and it was like 11 to 10 or something like that, where it's just ridiculous amounts of disqualifications or pins or submissions or something like that. Um, but yeah, regardless of all that, I'm, I, I got to stick with MJF. Maybe Punk returns after the match, too. How cool would that be? It'd be cool. Ooh, be good shit. It'd be cool. I don't know. Be great it is, shit. They need something. They need something to spark this show. Well, it'd be a great time for MJF and uh, Punk to go at it on their own without a title because they're both pricks. Because I don't think they're going to put the title back on CM Punk. No. So you are you gonna have Punk lose to MJF if yeah, he would, does come be, back? Yeah, it'd be cool. But, but if he does Punk, come back, Punk, they're gonna the crowd's gonna hate on Punk if he comes. I mean, when he comes back, I'm pretty sure they're not over it yet. Oh yeah. Well, clearly you guys didn't see Rocky Four. So, so <laughs> I saw it, but I just don't. Rem- I just don't remember it as well as you do. <laughs> well. I haven't seen it in a while, but it is my favorite out of all the Rockies, and it just feels real close to it, so I'm just going to go with that line, and it would be a great upset pick. And I'll take those edibles, Charlie. I'll get, uh, Just send me the menu. All right. For sure. For sure. Cool. Well, we got to pick um, what match we think is going to be. Whoa, we, we didn't go. We didn't go. Whoa, we didn't get to go yet. Whoa, just, we didn't go. Whoa. What are you talking about? I didn't even make my pick yet. Neither did I either. Oh, I thought you all did. No, Whoa. Steve definitely did, and I, I, I did by thinking yeah, I think Charlie out of your mind. I think Charlie basically <laughs> made it. out of your mind, but MJF, oh. go ahead, Steve. I, I got MJF. Um, so I mean, what I like, Matt alluded to this. What I love about uh, like uh, Iron Man matches like this is you, you don't know what they're gonna do with. Are they gonna do? You know, we've seen Iron Man where they had no pinfalls till the end. We've seen Iron Man where there's a ton of pinfalls. Um, I like what you said, like. You know, at at some point, MJF's probably gonna take a loss just by hitting him with a chair or something. Just you know that win by lose by winning, like where he um takes the DQ, but then he really f's up uh, Daniel's like neck or something. You know what I mean? So there, that's what I like. It's like how are they gonna play this one? Is it gonna be ton of falls, very little falls? undeniable that mjf's gonna do shenanigans up the wazoo but yeah i I like charlie said it right i I, i'm hoping for unpredictability i would love for brian to win but this match has felt from the minute this feud started like a foregone conclusion that i just think mjf's not gonna lose in one of his first major feuds so i think mjf's gonna win by shenanigans i would also be really thrilled if he didn't win but i I, i'm gonna make a pick i gotta retain my title here i'm going uh brian danielson you're going danielson with me steve you're going danielson no no shit i said it wrong oh my god (laughs) mjf mjf i was like what mjf wow What are you drinking? Swerve my own brain yeah i think that one beer i had isn't gonna do it my salesmanship is that good yeah, it's yeah, like subliminal. It's subliminally. I can't even say the word. Um, soldier, soldier, 
He sold them. Oh, good job. Oh, I think good job, Mike. I got to work for the Republican Party. Oh, God. Yep. Yeah, Never. there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, shit. Okay. MJF. MJF. Cool. I would also right. like to use my uh, mulligan, though, on something that we covered earlier. Okay. I would like to switch my pick from Michael Wardlow to Samoa Joe. Because right. I really want Hobbs to come out on top. Yeah, me too. I don't know how they're. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna get that. You're right, right though. You're right, Charlie. They kind of booked this like a no win for most people. I think the yeah. only guy that comes out of this. I think, I think if I had to do. I think the only person that comes out of this that where their line doesn't move too much is Joe because he's a made man legend. But I think yeah. this has this feud has the potential of Wardlow and or Hobbs coming out of it poorly. Yeah, if I well, thought like Matt did. I would have picked because that's the only way out of it. That's probably the logical way. Have him lose yeah. again. Well, and it's the TNT title. The thing is just cursed. Like I don't know what it is about that belt that it just it started off bad. Cody, Cody and good. Sammy ruined it. Well, mm-hmm. and I mean, remember like it was like not the right belt. They th- remember it's like ah, oh, that's the belt. It it was that red piece of shit. Oh yeah, uh, the temporary like one. It, yeah, it was like two weeks late when they needed it, and yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, I just not, really think they haven't figured it out. And not not to bury the guy because I I know he's well loved by us here on the show, but I feel like ever since Scorpio Sky won the TNT title, that was the first time where it was like, mm, I think you guys took a wrong turn with this belt, and it's never really gotten better ever since. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's had a lot of people. Not a lot of enthusiasm, not a lot of legendary status with it, for sure. Well, boys, we got to pick uh, what we think is going to be the opening match. Um, I don't know if you guys are looking at the card or if you got some inklings. Who who wants to uh, make their pick on opening match first? I can throw it out there. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm gonna go the trios title. I think that's a hot same one. Here. Yep, same here. That's a good one. Uh huh. Bucks like Bucks like to open the cards. Yes, you can't be last first. They're usually number two. Yep, that's true. So I, that's why. I mean, I thought about them, but I'm going with the. Um, I'm going to go with the tag team. That's a do good one, one of those too. crazy I was, matches. I was thinking that oh, too. That's, that's going to be one. so good. That would start the show hot. Yeah, gonna, so I'm, I'm going to go gonna with one the four way tag. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those two. Yeah, All right. I'm sure it's gonna be one of those two. I I'm gonna make a bot here yet again. Uh, I'm gonna go with the women's match because I feel like the only way that match is gonna get any kind of heat or reaction from the crowd is if they. That's actually a really good point because everybody's excited in the beginning of everybody's excited at the start of the pay per view. Like the longer the pay per view goes on, the less excited people are going to be about that match. Or the California's traffic might have people stuck in traffic and they're not going to be able to get into the venue on time. So put the ladies on first if there's no buzz about it. <laughs> so then they won't miss uh, all the other good stuff. But I'll eat crow on that too. So. I bet it'll be a good match, the the women's match. Yeah, it, it'll surprise us. I mean, hey, it always Peter, is. I know Peter nothing Peter about wrestling. Always has a good match. match. Right, right. All right. Well, I think we're pretty much uh, mad. I think you have a kick out. You can use it by the end of the show because we do have to get to promo of the week real quick, and we got a beauty right here. It was actually submitted uh, today. 
uh, was right on the top of the mailbag here. Let's see who it's from. All right. It's from Seidler from the Valley. Which Valley? I'm not sure. But he says, hey, boys, I heard an interview with Richard Belzer. Cue the Law and Order sound effect. Matt, do you know the Law and Order Late. song that you can dun, do? Dun, dun, dun. Nice. And found out he got shit rocked by Hulk Hogan in the 90s. You have to watch this video. The sound of his head hitting the floor is excruciating. I also think you hear his neck pop with Hulk puts on the hold. When Hulk puts on the hold. You have to love the puddle of blood on the floor and it's dripping down his back as he tries to go to a commercial. Yikes. Enjoy <laughs> and keep up the good work. Yeah, Sounds like so the comments really... section on YouTube, like just the way it was read. I was like, what is this guy talking about? Well, but thanks for submitting the idea. We uh, obviously we love reading these promos. That Dude, was an infamous a, moment this, for sure in wrestling. Is, you remember this? It was with Mr. Uh, T uh, yeah. on this yeah, show. I do remember. And then uh, Hulk Hogan puts this guy, Richard Belzer, in this front chokehold and really, like, conks him out. And, like, he actually really, really got hurt. And, uh, yeah, here it is. Well, thank you, Seidler. Let's get to this monumental moment in wrestling and television history. Uh, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, we had a very ugly incident here last week on the show. Um, Hulk Hogan and Ms. T were here, and um, uh, Hulk Hogan did a demonstration, and he he hurt me real bad. I split my head open, and I was knocked unconscious and so on. So um, just to show that I'm not a part of their promotional tool, and this was real, I want you to take a look at this clip. And keep in mind, this was real. Take a look at it, and remember, I had no idea what was about to happen, and I'll be right back. Now, the first thing you need to know about amateur wrestling yes. or professional wrestling or submission holds, you just tell me, brother, when you want him to quit squealing, okay? All right. It's called a front chin lock. How about it, T? Keep him like that for a little while. Because he's all right. He's just sleeping. He's sleeping. Really, that's, I, was, I was a sleeper hole. He'd be all right. He's waking up now. That was a serious right, A lot of people... See, it works. All right, brother. And now, we'll be right back after this word from you know who. We'll be right back. Okay, I had no idea. When I said, when I got up and said, we'll be right back, I had no idea where I was. I was in shock. And just, I know I'm bringing, doing this a little bit, maybe going too far, but can we get a close-up of these stitches? Because I saw Bill Cosby today, and he thought it was a hoax. And if he thought, can we read that? Is that, can you see that? Can you see those stitches? I'm sorry to do that to you. I, I, I'm sorry, but I just wanted to, uh, to show you. And this is not the first incident between a professional wrestler and a television interviewer. Watch what happened to ABC's 2020 reporter, John Stossel. He's just sleeping. You okay, brother? <laughs> That's my favorite part. Like, I don't think Mr. T or Hulk Hogan know exactly how bad this could have really been. Honestly, if this was in 2023... Oh my God! There'd be yeah, Game bad, bad news. Yeah, but you know, I don't know if this was the '80s or '90s. It looks early '90s, late '80s, but you know, it was a different time back then. But they would have gotten major shit. Yeah, he got seriously fucked up, and I don't know what. Uh, he went on to have a good career with Law and Order. I are you guys big Law and Order fans? I know people like love it. Not a ton. I mean, if it's on late at night and I got nothing better to do and I'm trying to fall asleep, yeah, sure. I love it. But 
But I, I mean, don't I, think I, I, ever yeah, watched I watched it here. I watched it here and there. I was never like religious about it, but I mean, quality show for sure. No, Charlie, are you ever uh, SUV or SVU Law and Order SVU? Uh no. Um, if you ever watch um, last week tonight with um, I can't remember his name, but John he Oliver. Broke that sh- yeah, John Oliver. Yeah, he breaks that show down how fucked up it is. <laughs> really. <laughs> Yeah, how they try to make all the cop. It's really good how he breaks it down. I'll I'll find the link and send that segment to you guys. Um, that oh, really? show's full. That show's full of shit. Wow. Yeah, I've never actually yeah, watched it's full an of shit. I need. I I mean, I met several people who are like obsessed with it. That and like CSI. Oh, a lot of people are. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I don't know. I can't get into it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I'll ever give it a try. To be quite honest with you, it's, yeah, it's it's total sailed. You don't need to. It's once you once you see this, it's fucked up. Because yeah, once you right. once you see him break it down, you'll be like, it's total propaganda show. It's, I bet. To, it's total shit show, dude. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's good. So I never. So I thought, oh, is this a cop show? And blah blah. Did he broke show, it down, yeah. Like, yeah, and he broke it down with examples and everything. I was like. Holy shit. That's one of the best. I don't know if you guys watch that, but it's one of the best shows on TV for comedy and learning something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, I watched a couple John Olivers, and it just makes me mad. The NCAA one is really, really good when he breaks oh, down dude. the March Madness yeah. one. Yeah, and then he breaks down, like, the, See the, the wrestling soccer one? shit. Oh, I, he, I think he did do something on wrestling. I can't remember what it was, but, you know, it's the shit did. that we already knew about. It's for... It's all the stuff that we knew that normal, normal non-wrestling people wouldn't know. But it, but right. yeah, he, he kills WWE, kills them on payroll and everything and insurance and having to pay for their travel, all this stuff. It's really right. Yeah, John Oliver is one of those types of guys that like to keep people Just, informed on the straight and narrow. But honestly, if more people listen to our show, all they would have to do. Is just keep these three little things in mind. <laughs> really? What's that? You don't have to be on HBO to, you know, live a good life. All you got to do is just do these three things. And that is stay humble, stay hungry, and stay hard. Triple H. Woo! <laughs>